For example, if you look at um, computer sector or IT sector, you know that it's growing very fast. But probably in, in building sector, we are using pretty much the same technologies we used 30 or 40 years ago. Kia ora. I'm Troy, here as CEO, and welcome to Stirring the Pot. Thanks for connecting. If you're new, here's what you can expect. We're going to be talking the tough stuff, the things that keep us metalheads up at night. There are many challenges facing our industry and equally many opinions on how we should tackle them. Stirring the Pot provides a facilitated forum to discuss and challenge these viewpoints. So let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Today, we're talking with Kawa Andeshe, Manager of Structural Systems here at HERA. We're diving into his professional background, some thoughts on the industry at large, and what lies ahead for the Structural Systems team in 2023. So Kawa, we, um, we often hear from you and your team in a very much a, a here and now capacity, thinking about um, what's currently on the cards, what's kind of coming down the pipeline at us in terms of structural systems. Um, but often we don't get to take a breath and, um, I guess, hear a little bit about you, where you've come from, um, what has, you know, the journey that's brought you to HERA. Um, can you give us, I guess, a, a bit of a rundown on where your structural engineering journey started and, and a little bit about how you ended up here at HERA in New Zealand? Um, I'm, uh, my background is structural engineer. So... I um, studied uh, bachelor, master's, and PhD in structural engineering. Um, I did my uh, PhD at the University of Canterbury, where I uh, my main topic was seismic uh, durability interaction, seismic corrosion interaction. And also, I, I did lots of research in low damage seismic solutions, traditional seismic solutions, etc. So in terms of uh, uh, career and uh, background, I uh, can tell you that I did um, uh, engineering, uh, you know, practical engineering uh, uh, practitioner, and also I have a a uh, huge background in diverse research uh, projects. So um, it means that I, I have both um, engineering and research experience. And uh, HERA is a, is a place that combine both two. Uh, and, uh, you know, here we, we, we develop technical solutions and do high level um, uh, consulting for members and consultants, and also our main focus is on research projects. So, um, with having both um, experiences, both uh, fields experience, um, uh, Hera was uh, was a was a place I I would like to join. Uh, yeah, uh, before joining Hera, I. Um, Worked in consulting in, a con in consulting companies in New Zealand for around five years, um, and I also had uh, international um, consulting experience overseas, uh, working on uh, you know 
very diverse projects, um, seismic design, retrofit and strengthening structural design of different types and uh, uh, different types of structures and building systems. And in terms of uh, research, again, working on uh, very diverse um, types of research, I started my research when I worked on uh, thesis for my master's degree. And I did, um, it was um, uh, mainly focused on earthquake engineering, um, uh, risk analysis and hazard, seismic hazard analysis, and also uh, focusing on near fault um, seismic design for structures located near active faults. Yeah, and, and, and you know, so bank journey in research, different projects, etc. Uh, and now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like it's been quite the journey and it sounds like there's been um, lots of twists and turns and, and it's so interesting hearing that you've got, you know, obviously both the, the practical applied experience, the research experience, and then also to add a layer over the top of that, uh, that then in a number of different um, countries and, and contexts around the world that gives a, a very broad view of uh, engineering practice. Um, I'm interested to, to know with all of that experience and I guess being able to look under the hood of different practices and different processes all around the world, in, in your view, is there, is there particular challenges or, or um, particular issues that are facing the New Zealand structural sector that are unique to New Zealand? Yes, I think so. But before um, going to the details of that question, I would like to mention um, really um, in developing real technical solutions and uh, with with high impact needs uh, needs um, experience in in real engineering practice without real engineering practice sometimes um, research could have a limited uh, impact so it's it's a it's a very important one I think um, seismic is a is a one of the um, particular uh, issue in in New Zealand, and now with uh, you know carbon target and um, climate change um, challenge, that would be even a more complicated challenge for 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 New Zealand. So now um, before climate change, probably we had lots of or we could think about lots of um, solutions but now we need to we need to address the climate change and sustainability as well so this means that um, only technical solutions that um, address both problems can work for New Zealand um, another thing is I think from um, construction uh, from construction sector perspective, there are a couple of issues in you know that that issues 
some common for all players in the sector, some specific for some players. For example, um, you know, construction sector is not uh, hasn't uh, hasn't imp uh, imp implemented um, new te new technologies. Um, so, for example, if you look at um, computer sector or IT sector, you know that it's growing very fast. But probably in, in building sector, we are using pretty much same technologies we used 30 or 40 years ago. So that's another challenge because now um, the, you know, the sector um, faced complicated challenges from, from seismic to climate change, from economy to uh, mental health and uh, pandemic. We really need um, different solutions. We need novel solutions. We need implementing, um, you know, novel technologies to address those issues. Mm. Mm. I'm I'm really interested to understand whether, because um, it's an interesting observation that you you've made that. Um, you know, obviously the technology sector is is growing and evolving at an exponential rate, and yet we find ourselves in the in construction sector being somewhat, um, I guess, quote unquote, stuck in our ways. From your experience, um, is there is there any particular rationale that you can kind of put your finger on as to why things haven't changed? Is it just been there's been no need? Um, is there a, a, an apathy that exists within the sector? Is there just we're too busy getting on with doing the business that we haven't had an opportunity um, to think about change? Is there any is there any drivers that you can see as to why that change hasn't started to take place already? Um, I think um, part of the um, problem could be direction of the research. Because, um, you know, to address the challenges, we, first we need research. So research is a front line of, of the changes. And then um, if our, our research is not focused on the um, right direction, probably everything else will just follow the, that direction. So, um, yeah, I think... Um, um, I believe now um, is a, is a, for New Zealand is, is exactly right time to um, think about new technologies, think about uh, an innovative and novel method to address those issues. Because the, the traditional methodologies and solutions ha uh, have a limited capacity, they cannot address all issues for us. I mentioned in you know I mentioned seismic and climate change the combination of seismic and climate change as a particular issue in New Zealand but they are not the only problem here another another big problem is uh, corrosion and durability is another another big problem for uh, you know in, in structural engineering uh, we we also again we have a um, with all other problems, with um, high seismicity areas, uh, very uh, corrosive environment in, in New Zealand, 
climate change, sustainability, etc. All those problems to, to be addressed properly, we need research, we need innovative solutions and novel research and to develop right technical solutions to solve complicated problems. Mm, mm, totally, I can I can totally see that being the approach. Um, I hear I hear a lot of passion um, in your voice for this approach. I hear a lot of uh, drive and motivation. I'd love to zoom in just a little bit and go and uh, try and understand: Is there are there particular um, issues or aspects of research that are that are very close to you personally? Is there, is there particular parts of this very broad spectrum of work that needs to be done um, that you're passionate about? That you're you're being kept up at night trying to um, imagine those innovative solutions to? Um, we at at Hera and as a structural team. Uh, one of our objectives uh, is to diversify our research areas and to solve sectors problem as much as possible. So um, I think um, we are working on diverse different problems currently. For example, we um, created uh, last year we created structural fire research engineer so now we have a active research projects in structural fire and also uh, we sec secured uh, over 10 million dollar fund for construction 4.0 with structural team um, involved in whole program but particularly working in circular design and monitoring 4.0 research groups. So I think um, development of monitoring 4.0 would be another novel solutions that we that we will implement in New Zealand. And um, circular design definitely will change the methodology of the design. And um, again, um, Whole project, ha um, whole project has seismic components, fire components, sustainability components, Maturanga Maori, and whole team working with to, together and also implementing new technologies, etc. So, but uh, from structural perspective, from structural engineering perspective, we want to be specialist in the areas industry need. So we know structural fire is a demanding area. We know seismic is important for New Zealand. Climate change is important to New Zealand. And uh, we need new approach, novel and innovative methodologies to address the issues. So we specifically would like to focus on top problems for industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And of those those novel and innovative approaches, are you seeing anything that um, you know? Speaking specifically, are, are you seeing any approaches that are are exciting and interesting uh, for you personally, from a from a professional perspective? From professional perspective, all those areas are really interested 
fields for for me. Um, for example, monitoring 4.0 is a very interesting topic. You know the what the the, the traditional approach that we developed standards. So um, was like um, doing research and and conducting experimental tests on components, mainly on components and uh, structural members to investigate and to solve the problems. And then collecting all those data and results to develop analytical analytical method or uh, design procedure or address technical solutions. Um, then, then, then we could verify that we have solved that problem and we have enough evidence to show it, we could update the, the standards. But we really don't have full building response in an in a, in a earthquake. And it wasn't possible previously, you know, because um, full-scale test is very, very expensive. In New Zealand, we don't have that facilities. I think some universities have a um, structural laboratory um, that possibly you can test three-story buildings full scale. But um, again, that, that full scale test would be um, cyclic testing, not shake table test, which shake table test is more realistic than cyclic test because in shake table testing, you can um, simulate earthquakes and apply earthquake uh, to the building and see the responses. So you can see that our facilities, especially in in New Zealand is is limited. Around the world, we have limitation and uh, we don't have full building response. And it wasn't possible, not, not only due to limited um, facilities, but also due to limited limitation in technologies. So now Industry 4.0 provides um, facilities that we can fully measure responses of a 10-12 story building and, and see and monitor how the building would response with, with, would respond to a real earthquake. And that will hugely change our understanding from our design, our standards, our current technical solutions, and our seismic design. So um, this, this means now Industry 4.0, um, which implementing 4.0 technologies in structural health monitoring, we called construction 4.0, but construction 4.0 is more than that, will, will provide a circular view of seismic response and seismic behavior of buildings, mm. which previously was not possible. Mm. And I think that that's the part that people often miss is um, just that simple concept of the shift in accessibility of those technologies um, to you know literally allow buildings to talk you know bring buildings to life to be able to give constant ongoing feedback um, through live 
and rich data sets and what that does downstream for standards development and how all of that stuff works is is huge and and I guess almost a little bit overwhelming when you start to think of uh, you know the literal the literal seismic shift in the way that uh, we approach design, the way that we approach and constructability, all of those things, and it all comes by way of a you know a sensor that might cost three dollars fifty in a, in a network in a building being able to offer that uh, us the, those insights. So um, I definitely agree with you. It's an exciting exciting time it almost feels just as the jet is about to take off um yeah. you know in terms of in terms of what's ahead um let's jump into uh i guess let's jump into what's you know you mentioned the um the 10 million dollars around uh the construction 4.0 project and there's a bunch of other work that's already begun um in terms of the, the hero team specifically for 2023 what can people expect and you may have already uh, alluded to it already but you know what can people expect uh you and your team to be diving into and i guess how can they engage with participate in you know leverage all of that research and insight um 2023 is a continue of 2022 so we, we will continue um uh, working um and and probably um it's like uh, all other all other years we we, we focus on on research um, design tools uh, design guides and technical solutions um, the, the the exciting and probably different 2023 from the from previous year we uh, have more collaboration in research so uh, there is a huge difference between uh, research projects in 2003 and years ahead with w- what we previously had. We, um, we have a, a construction 4.0 project, uh, which structural team hugely involved in, in that project. Um, um, and, and we also, uh, we are partner of um, AUT Indover project, which they developed uh, seismic solutions for low damage structures or still low damage structures. We are also partner of that project. Um, there is some um, possibilities to collaborate in SOMAC project. Is another project led by Australian. We may be able to. Um, solve some problems for New Zealand construction industry in collaboration with uh, other partners in that project. And also we have an upcoming steel research panel, which uh, again, some projects identified by our members, uh, which is a material project for them. And that also would be, um, you know, the other research project that we will focus on. So I think the big difference would be more focusing on research and diversity of research from structural fire to seismic to, um, you know, uh, digital tools for fabricators, for uh, engineers, uh, and yeah, monitoring 4.0, circular design, you know, 
modular construction, etc. All right, Cal, is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap things up? Uh, thanks, Greg. Thanks for uh, this talk. It was great. Um, it is um, just I would like to, to say um, Structural Team is here to help members. Uh, we would love to hear from our members regarding um, their practical problems, their uh, issues and challenge. So we would like to really hear from our members and that help us to um, better deliver of efficient technical solutions for them. So there you go. Thanks for joining our conversation with the Hirofano today. If you'd like to connect more with us, you'll find our details in the show notes. If you liked what you heard today, you may be interested to find out more about Hero's focus on Industry 4.0 and the key research, facilities, support and partnerships we have been developing to help our members and wider industry take advantage of the opportunities that Industry 4.0 represents. You'll find details in the show notes.